Hey legends, Fraser Brooks here with the Network Marketing Ninja podcast, the podcast where we share all things network marketing, social media, branding, leadership, mindset, and the occasional interviews with rising stars and network marketing legends. Fasten the belt, get ready, get excited, hit that subscribe button because we're going to get ready for the next episode coming up now. Hey, 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 legends, Fraser Brooks here, and just before I play to you episode 166, uh, involving an interview with myself and Debbie Neal, uh, I just wanted to mention and make sure that you are aware about Success Summit Online 3, happening on the 5th, 6th, and 7th of November. So right now, uh, if you get your ticket today or in the next uh, few days, then you'll be able to get your ticket to the three-day event for 59 US dollars, plus you'll get recordings to Success Summit Online 2, which you can access as soon as you get your tickets as well. So in total, that'll be over 30 hours of content for 59 US dollars. It's an absolute steal, absolute bargain. So if you or your team want to get, uh, you know, get, take advantage of that, they need to go to successsummit.info. Anyway, hope you have a piece of paper, hope you have a pen, because you're going to be making some notes with the interview that I've just been done, and I'm about to play with you with Debbie Neal. Enjoy. Hey, 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 legends. Fraser Brooks here with the Network Marketing Ninja Podcast, episode 160-something. I think it might be 166, 168. Uh, but I hope you're doing an amazing, I hope you're having an incredible day, whatever you are doing. If you're in the car, if you're walking the dog, if you're on the treadmill, if you're on the stair step, if you're cleaning the dishes, if you're hoovering the house, whatever you might be doing, I want you to pay attention. I don't just want you to be hearing this and being like, oh, another episode done. Like, ooh. Because I'm joined by a very special guest today, Debbie Neal, all the way over in the US. Debbie, how are you doing? I'm amazing. I am amazing <laughs> and I am pumped to be here. <laughs> Guys, one day you'll be able to see the video version of this, but like Debbie's energy is just it's just incredible just from seeing it. It's like a, it's like a, it's very unusual or very rare that you come across someone and speak to them online and you can see the aura, aura around them, but her energy is amazing. So Debbie, for the people who don't know you, I'm going to ask you some very simple, quick fire questions before we go into your story. But what do you prefer, pizza or pasta? Pizza. And okay, what are your, what's your favorite pizza toppings? I like margarita, so that would kind yeah, of be plain. So just, just keep it plain and simple. I like it? them all, but then I keep going back to margarita. There's just something about it. It's really delicious. But you I basically spoil. like every topping but fish. Don't put fish on my pizza. We're going to have a problem. Anything oh. else, we could be besties. <laughs> Even pineapple. <laughs> Even no pineapple. pineapple. I don't okay. do fruit in my salad, and I don't do fruit <laughs> on my pizza. I like fruit, but it doesn't belong there. It does. You <laughs> know, the thing about me, there's no gray area, Frasia. Like, I, I... <laughs> If there's something that I like or I don't like, we're going to talk about it. There we go. Exactly right. So if you, uh, okay, flip-flops or sneakers? Flip-flops. An adventure holiday or a chill, like a relaxing holiday? Relaxing holiday. <laughs> Beaches or cities? Beaches. No right, so question. <laughs> like, no pause, beach. Just bosh, done. Um, done. If you were to consume personal development, what's your preference? Reading, listening, or watching? Reading. Oh, do you have a favorite book? Yes, I do. The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, Life Changing. Oh, I love The Secret. It changed my life. 
It, it, yeah. My journey started in 2006. So I really believe that book should have said, Dear Debbie Neal. Like, I think mm -hmm. the world is benefiting from it, but uh -huh. it was written for me. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. It's such a good book. For, for those of you who haven't read uh, The Secret, go and buy The Secret right now. For those of you who don't like reading, go listen to The Secret. For those of you who don't like listening, go and watch The Secret documentary. Uh, in that order, reading is the best, then the listening, then the watching when it comes to The Secret, in my opinion. All right. So I uh, appreciate that. I get to know you a little bit more as well. We can we can bef we can have a margarita on the beach. I'm coming to Dubai for margarita yeah. pizza. <laughs> yes, and bring your flip flops, right? Okay. And and we can read the secret together. Um, <laughs> you have a copy, I have a copy. Otherwise, it'd be weird. You're probably a faster reader than me. Um, so here we go. Um, for those again, people who who don't know you, uh, you're amazing. Your energy is amazing. You've done so well in this industry. Your organization turns over so so much, but how did it all start? Like, where, what were you doing before network marketing? How did you come across network marketing? And how have you got to where you've got to today? Okay, I'll give you the abbreviated version, but you're going to learn very quickly about me. There's not really a lot of abbreviated versions, but I'm going to do my best here. Okay, Let's so see. my whole life, my whole life, I've been competitive. I was an mm -hmm. athlete. I was a coach. I, I, I love to be in the 1% of anything that I do. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it every single thing I've got. I could even look at something when I was in college. Um, I, I worked, my parents paid for my college. I was very blessed, very fortunate, but I was in charge of my spending money. So here's just an example. And those of you who are building network marketing, you could understand this. If I was going to work I was going to work in the summers and I was going to give it all that I had because I didn't want to work while I was at school. I was going to put in the effort and the time during the summer so I could truly enjoy and be present while I was going to college and go to school and party. Let's be honest. Okay. So I worked um, five evenings as a waitress and I picked a restaurant that if I'm going to be a waitress, I don't want to get a 20% tip on a $15 bill, right? I want to get a 20% tip on the highest Bill, I, I'm going to bring the food no matter what. Would you rather serve pizza or steak? Because you're getting a tip, right? So I worked at a restaurant that had high ticket items. That's number one. Number two, I worked five days a week at a nursing home, you guys. And it was not glamorous. I dressed in scrubs. So when I went to the deli to get my, my egg sandwich, I felt very important because I looked like a doctor. But I had, I, I had a cart that was pushing around mops and brooms. But I don't want to age myself. That was college. I'm turning 50 in December. And I was working for $17 an hour. So here was my mindset. If I'm going to work, I'm going to maximize my time. So my friends had jobs. Maybe they were making $5 an hour. Some of them were lifeguards. They had much more appealing jobs to the eye. I wasn't there for appeal. I was there for results. And then I saved up. You know, My goal was to save up like five dollars or $6,000 over the summer and go to college. Long story short, I, here's another thing in, in college, I, my one semester, not proud of it, but I've told the story many times. I got a one seven, okay. One seven 
So the reason I got a one seven is because I had very strict parents in in high school. They didn't let me out very much. My curfew was 1030 till the day I went to college. Like people went out at 930. So let's be honest. So I went to college. It was like releasing an animal from a cage. So maybe I socialized a little bit too much. And the reason I got a one seven is because of my attendance, not my scholastic grade, but you have to actually show up again, <laughs> attach that to network marketing. You have to show up. If you don't show up, you're not going to be successful. So I got a one seven and I had to make, so then after that, I got good grades and then there was a public speaking course. And I'm like, this looks easy. Okay. I'm going to take this because if I get an A in this, it's going to get rid of the F that I got that gave me the one seven because I didn't show up for class. Again, your failures lead you to your greatest successes. So there was so many things to help me connect the dots. I did get an A in that class. Mm -hmm. And it was because when I took that microphone and I spoke to a room of about 20 people, I sat down, I looked at one of my sorority sisters and I said, I am so grateful that I got an F because if I didn't fail, I wouldn't be here. And if I wasn't here, I wouldn't know that there's going to be a microphone in millions of people in my future. Don't know what it's going to be, but I'm already manifesting that. So there was that. I graduated. I worked in a drugstore chain as the director of training, love training, but it was retail. It was a lot of hours. I ended up quitting that job because I was worth more than the position paid. I was a stay-at-home mom for five years. And during those five years, I realized I want time. I want choices. I want flexibility. I want to create a life. And I was journaling and manifesting and journaling and manifesting. And also what I did was I was thinking, what are the most successful people in the world doing? And I would go online and I would read and everything brought me back to network marketing. Everything. I wasn't looking for network marketing. I was looking for a way to become my best, level up, be who I was born to be and succeed without any limits attached. And because that's what I was looking for, I found network marketing and network marketing found me. So I had a conversation at a backyard barbecue. My initial thought was I can't sell. This is not for me. I'm above it, which is hilarious because <laughs> I wasn't working at the time. Okay. So I don't know who I thought I was. And long story short, I went home that night and I was like, this is the boat. I prayed, this is the boat, get in the boat, get in the boat. And I got in the boat and I never in the last 15 and a half years looked back, doubted, swayed. And that was, my mindset was rock solid. Doesn't mean mm -hmm. everything went my way because Lord knows it didn't, but that's mm -hmm. the shortest version <laughs> I can give you. Okay. And I removed a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I could ask like a hundred questions about the story. And if you're like me, we probably won't, we probably won't be able to get into the whole story because there's so much. Right. But I think the first thing that comes out to me is, is you are speaking to you now, the 15 year in the net marketing game. It's very clear that you just, you've got so much conviction, your posture spot on, you're confident, you're, you've got experience, you're, you're wise, you've got so much going for you. In the beginning, when you say your mindset was rock solid, what were the things that that you you did to be able to create that? Because the, I would say the majority of people, their mindset is their weakest thing. And they think, like because we discussed this offline, like a lot of people train skill set, and I train skill set. But when I train skill set, I know that people won't put it into practice because they lack the mindset. And as I always say, mindset plus skill set equals jet set. You've got to have them both. So how do you 
what were the things that you did to keep or to create or to keep or to bring about that rock solid mindset that you pass on to other people in your organization? Okay. Well, this, again, I'm going to make a long story short, it's but good, the it's good. first thing is, you know, we hear this over and over and over. It's like repetitive record, but a decision. And mm. so most people, okay, come into a network marketing business with the, with a back door. How many times have we heard, I'm going to give this a whirl. I'm going to give I'm this a try. try. I'm going to see how it goes. I'm going to give it six months. And I'm going to say this with so much love. You're done before mm -hmm. you even begin. I would never, because your energy is showing up with a back door. Okay. So number one, I made a decision. And then what happened is again, I love the secret. I envision myself at the top of my company. And so what happens is our thoughts create our beliefs. Okay. And our beliefs or what dictate our actions. So I acted as if, and that doesn't mean fake it till you make it. I was proud that I was simply at the beginning. I, I didn't say that I was anything that I wasn't. However, I casted my vision from day one. My mm -hmm. vision was big, it was bold, it was colorful, it was bright, and it spread such a wide net, there was room for you. It wasn't what I was going to create. It was what we were going to create. So I was constantly inviting because my belief. And so what happens in really so many industries, but let's talk about network marketing in particular. Yes, it's important to believe in your company. Yes, it's important to believe in your product. Yes, it's important to believe in your industry. And that's another thing. From the day one that I started, I built my belief every day in network marketing. There was no fear of somebody to say, you're doing one of those things. You bet I am. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've got my own life. It's an effort-based business. I believe in myself. Like I'm, I'm paid on my efforts. You find me another industry mm -hmm. that exists that way. So I was building and building and building. So my energy in the industry was absolutely rock solid. And so many people start this, but then they fear what people are going to say or what they're going to ask. And so I encourage any one of you in this business immediately take ownership. You know, whoever introduced you to your business, that's a plus, whether they're strong, whether they're weak, whether they're committed, whatever it is. Here's another one of my beliefs. Once they've shared this with you, once you've decided to pursue, they owe you nothing, mm -hmm. nothing. It doesn't mean that you're not grateful for them. Maybe they bring something incredible to the table. I wouldn't be here without the people that went before me in my company and outside of my company because I looked to role models and I wanted to know the top income earners across the board, right? So I, I had my net really wide, but take ownership from day one. Nobody's responsible for teaching you about your industry other than you. You own a business. You have the potential to have no glass ceiling, but you need to own it and be proud. I'm so proud from day one. I'm proud of what I do. I don't shrink back. I lean in. And every, every day has been an opportunity for me to learn. And then the most important thing is I believe in me. I believe in me because I don't care how good your company is. I don't care how good your product is. You're selling you, your energy. It either lights a room up when you walk in or it's lighting the room up when you walk out. Your belief has a sound. It has an energy. You can feel, so I know somebody's energy the minute they walk into that room. And so what people don't see is a lot of times they'll say in my business, well, how long did it take you to grow to this level, right? And maybe some of you guys are curious and you've asked that question to other people as well. It's not the time. 
I was preparing for that moment for the 36 years before I said yes. So mm -hmm. remember, we all come in with a different level of belief. I didn't know about the industry. I didn't know how I was going to build it, but I knew I was willing to learn. I knew what my why was. My vision was rock solid and my commitment was non-negotiable. It was only going to grow. There wasn't a no, there wasn't a no show. There wasn't a cancellation. There wasn't attrition. There wasn't anything on this planet that was going to stop me from what I was going to create and share this with the world. And so when you, when you put that power inside of your heart, you truly, and I, and I also believe when this business goes from your head to your heart, you become unstoppable. So many mm -hmm. people try to wrap this business in their head and they're looking for the perfect script and the perfect scenario. And how did you do this? And how did you do that? It's like you become on autopilot. You need to know all those things, but you become on autopilot when you're just doing it. Like you're in it. You're, you're just, you're in it and you're in love with it and you just run with it. So I, I don't know if that answered your question. In fact, I've been talking to, I forgot what the question was. <laughs> you, you and I are very similar. You and I, I do the exact same thing, but no, no, it, it, we were talking about like mindset and like, and, and you nailed it, but it's like you, I mean, Tom Chenault, one of, one of my favorite network marketers is from one of the best connectors on the planet. He says, fire your head, hire your heart. Um, and I think it's so, so important. I think when it comes to network marketing thoughts are the enemies, feelings are the friends. When you, when you overthink it, the more you think, the more you doubt, the more you doubt, the less you do, the less you do, the more you think, the more you think, the more you doubt, the more you doubt, the less you do. It's a vicious cycle, right? Um, so Let's go to a part in a time in your business because everyone has them when you go through the dip, right? The dip where maybe someone quits, someone doesn't reorder, you know, you're not getting 38 people on your Zoom calls anymore. You're getting 17, uh, top leader, your, your, your biggest leg decides to disintegrate or evaporate or not take it seriously. Someone on your team gets pregnant and they just, it's not a priority to them. Haven't been a moment. But how have you dealt with that? Because there's a lot of people listening in um, who probably think like, yeah, I get it. That's cool. Good for you. Your energy's insane. And I love it because I think it's so important to have what, you, you, what you're what you all about and what you stand for. But there are always those times where we have the setbacks, where we have those days where we're like, really? What's been your, your system to get over that, get through that and show your team that this isn't stopping me. Like, this, is just, this is just a dip. Like We're getting through this. Okay, great question. And here's the best advice I can give anybody in network marketing, no matter what level you're at, never take off the hat that you started your business with. Mm -hmm. And so what do I mean by that? So often we grow to a certain level, whatever that level is in your business. And then all of a sudden we turn into managers and we, with so much love, we were help. I want to help my team. What more can I do for my team? I want to do anything for my team. But you see, all of us, including myself, you've given all you've got to your team. You've given them the best you've got. So in order to lead them to the next level, you must become the next level. So all those scenarios you just gave, Frazier, every single one of them has happened in my business. That is the only way to become the top of the top. You, you don't grow there. It's, it's learning how to build resilience in your dip. See, what happens is in any dip you, you experience in your business, that's where your commitment shows up, your discipline shows up, your love shows up, and your vision shows up. Because all of those things are really easy in the hype. 
They're really easy to have vision, to have commitment, to have love. This is amazing. We're all doing it. I mean, like you could be a cheerleader, but you want to be a coach. It's when you're in that dip and things happen and it's muddy on that field and there's three minutes left and you're down by seven touchdowns. And that's the moment that are you going to cast your vision? Are you going to look your team in the face and say, we are winning? Or are you already thinking about the next game? And instead of pulling down their helmet and hearing your victory speech, they're hearing your silence. That's mm. what happens in the dips, okay? Mm -hmm. And here's the reality. We want to be constantly bringing in new. It's what we do. I don't care what level we're at. That's what keeps me in love with my business. I'm in love with my business because I'm engaged in my business. I'm not in love with my business because my team is doing what they're supposed to do. I love my team and I would never be who I am and where I am today without the incredible, you, you can't build what I've built without leaders. There's leaders in my organization that I thank God for every day, but you know what gives me the wings to fly and the, the love to breathe life in is I'm always, always working my personal business. You need to build a business that if you do lose your largest leg at any point, you can sustain and thrive without them because otherwise you're putting your entire future into the hands of people have life. It's called life. It's called mm -hmm. circumstances. They may not believe the timing may not be right. Nobody is in your business to create income for you. Mm -hmm. They're in your business so you can lead them the best you possibly can so they can create whatever business they desire right? Mm -hmm. So it's understanding your role and feeling the gratitude for the people in your business. Because think about it. If somebody gets pregnant and they decide to step back from their business, that's their choice. It's the very thing we, we speak about, right? Yeah. You ever look at somebody in the face and say, it's there, it can create time. It's there when you need it the most. And then how hypocritical of we, if we say you can't. Now, my heart always wants to say, do not take your foot off the gas because I know what happens. When you take right. your foot off the gas, there's only one way to go. We're always in motion. We're either moving forward or we're moving backwards. But the best piece of advice I can give you is to fall in love with the business itself mm -hmm. and be your most valuable player. It doesn't mean your best mm -hmm. player on your team, but you can never look at anybody in the face and coach them to somewhere where you haven't been or ask them to go for something. If you're not willing to be the, I don't know what you just got to drink, but I think it is the same thing. Okay. <laughs> if you're not willing <laughs> to be the first one to go. So it's leading from the front, like a beast all mm -hmm. the time. And then, the then time. you avoid that. I need to rebuild. When people say I need to rebuild, what does that mean? I'm like, if you had a regular job, a regular job where you go to work Monday to Friday, seven in the morning till six o'clock at night, would those words ever say, you know what? I think I need to start showing up again. <laughs> like you need to work build consistently and then you'll never have to build constantly yeah no i i, I love it is we always say we always say on this show uh one of my core trainings is that money's made in the dip leadership's made in the dip i've never met anyone who's made a large amount of money who hasn't gone through a dip i've never met a leader who hasn't gone through a dip there's a lot of people now which you've joined during covid who doesn't really know what a dip is because they're riding in the momentum and you know, it all, catch, it all catches up with them at some point. And the big wave of momentum will come usually after the, the, the dip, you know, because you're working through it and it all kind of compounds up and you just skyrocket. So 
With your vision, because I, I love vision, uh, I was always taught you don't need good eyesight to have good vision. And you and I both have glasses, so it's kind of relevant. We both have a big vision. So how do you, how have you been able to create this vision and conviction in the vision that you have, which therefore allows you to be consistent? Because I think a lot of people get this wrong is they realize, oh, I can't be, I, I struggle with consistency. Yeah, because you don't have a vision that you believe in. Like, so how have you, how have you managed to create this vision and stayed on top of it and evaluated it and adapted it or, you know, uh, expanded it? How have you been able to do that? And how, how do you, how have you been able to transfer that onto your team as well? So that they have, they have the ultimate vision. As you're talking, I'm like nodding, I'm nodding, I'm nodding. I feel like I'm in church because vision's <laughs> everything. So here's, here's something I've done for my 15 years. It's not mm -hmm. okay to just create a vision. Every day you have to build it and every day you have to expand it. So let's just say you have a vision of a goal in your business. Most people, when they achieve that goal, in fact, it's a statistic. It's like 95% of those people never do what it, they did again that it took to acquire that goal. And so why? Because that was your vision. Your vision was that goal. And then we grew there. And then it's like, oh, I'm going to help everybody else grow here. And that's not going to happen. So like <laughs> when you have a vision, like I want you to picture this. I always give this analogy, like picture like a rocket ship. You've got a vision. You're casting it. And you're giving off fire. You're giving off energy. You're giving off heat. And when you're lifting up that rocket ship, which is your organization, right, you are taking you know, people with you to the next level because they're all riding your vision and your energy and you're casting that vision. Every, vision isn't something you share once. Vision is something you share every single day. Do your teams know your vision? Does your family know your vision? Does the people you share your business with know your vision? People are not looking for information today. They're looking for inspiration. Inspiration to say yes. Inspiration to think outside the box. Inspiration to do something that they might not know any single thing about. I say this all the time. The person who shared my business with me, and she's not with my business anymore, she, when she first brought it up, I was like, you know, thank you, but no, thank you. Like, I don't think it's for me. And then she, again, I don't remember what she said. Okay. But I was like, no, you want to know why I said no, I pictured myself riding around my, my neighborhood on a bicycle, handing out catalogs. I don't even know why I had that vision, but that was my vision. But then she leaned in again and she casted it bigger and bigger and bigger. And I said, yes, because she had the guts to cast a vision. So how many times do we say, oh, I, met, I went home, check. I shared my business with somebody, check. I could have been a check mark, but somebody had the guts to cast a vision. So without your vision, I might've been a check mark to her. Think of how many top leaders are out there that you need to have the guts to go out on a skinny branch and cast your vision. But how do you do that? You build it every day. You build it like a muscle. You build it and you build it and you build it. And when you achieve that next vision, what's the next one? You have to have a next goal. When you don't have a next goal, you don't have a next vision, you will have attrition. You'll be like, gosh, what happened to my team? I don't know. <laughs> they all left. And I'll tell you why, because you, you got that spaceship up. They were all riding your vision and then you docked it at the space station and you were telling everybody, I, I promoted on this or you're flapping your wings and all those people that were riding you, they're floating in orbit. 
They have no goal. They didn't grow there on skill. They grew there on your vision. They were riding your vision. And so in order for them to keep flying, you need to create that next vision. So vision isn't something you say once. It's something you, I close my eyes every day and build my vision. And I see it because I see it so clear that I can smell it. I can touch it. I can feel it. So even when things show up in my business or in my life, because here's the thing about life, it's always going to happen. It's all, that's why that self-inspiration is so important because if you're looking to listen to whether it is a podcast or read a book or go to a conference and you're all pumped up and you're all motivated, welcome to the four day club. You've got about four days. You better do a lot in four days because after the fifth day, you forgot it and life happens. Okay. And so that's why you need to build that discipline to have that internal inspiration and continue to light the fire inside of your, your heart and your soul. Now, many of us have heard this before. Those who look on the outside dream, those who look on the inside awaken, your vision is your, your guiding light. It's your compass. It's the way. Imagine somebody getting on a bus with like, oh yeah, is this bus going to New York? I don't know. Get on. We'll see where it takes us. No destination, no time. If I'm getting on a bus, I want to know where the bus is going and when it's going to arrive. That's vision. Nobody's joining you and you let you let everybody know where and when, where and when and why. Something compelling and big, but it's something you build every single day because my vision is bigger than mm -hmm. anything that has or will show up. In fact, when things do show up in my business, I'm like, awesome. I'm on the right path. I prayed to God for the next level at the beginning of 2020. And I experienced some of the biggest dips I've ever experienced in my network marketing career. And I'm not going to lie. I threw a pity party. And this time it lasted about 48 hours. It normally lasts about four minutes where I am in my business. After 48 hours, party was over. And then I was like, nothing happens to me. It happens for me. What's mm -hmm. the lessons? Where am I supposed to grow? And, and, and then I just took the next steps and I'm like, I asked for the next level. This is the test. I've mm -hmm. got it. I've got yeah. it. So just know that it's all there. Nothing is done to us. It's all done for us. And when mm -hmm. your vision is crystal clear, it's only going to empower you, not deter you. And I, I love it as well. It's funny because I always use the analogy of, I think back to when I was a kid and we used to drive from the northwest of the UK to the southeast of the UK to go see my dad's side of the family. And on the way there, it was always, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And it seemed to take forever. And on the way back, because we knew how long the journey was, we knew that when the clock hits like 4, 4.30, we're going to be home. And the journey felt so fast because we knew, we knew where we were going and we knew how long it took. And the same in the plane. If the captain comes on and says, oh, we have 95 minutes until we land, it goes by. You just kind of know it's going to be happening. If you don't know how long, you just sat there, you know, how long? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? I think one of the keys to, to vision that I've, I've found over the years is that, because a lot of people talk about vision boards. I know in The Secret, they talk a lot about the vision board, especially in the documentary version. And I think the word, the, the word, the word clarity of your vision, the word clarity comes from the word clear. And the last three letters of the word clear is E-A-R for ear. And you can't see with your ear. You can only hear. So it's so important when you're meditating or you're doing your vision board, create the mind movie as well. 
hear hear what the Ferrari sounds like. Hear what people are saying. Hear what people are saying to you when they congratulate you. Hear the words. Hear the words, or even say your winner's speech or your recognition speech or whatever. Because you have to you have to get clarity in all the different senses, not just through 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 the eyes that you see as well. So. I, hey, I, I love chatting to you. This is so so much fun. Your energy is just like, ah, my God. And I've, I'm, I'm taking so much notes. I don't think I've ever heard the four-day club thing before. Uh, in all my years, personal development, I don't think I've ever heard someone say the four-day club. Um, but what when we talk about like belief, because it's so obvious to me that you believe in every single thing that you do, right? Whether it works or not, you believe in it. Um, what are the things that you've maybe shared with the people who, who you work with? And you've got a huge organization. What are the things that you maybe have helped people with when it comes to believing in themselves? Do you bring them along to events? Do you pour into them? Do you give them an assignment? Like, what are the things that you do to really help people start to believe in themselves? Well, here's the thing about belief. Nobody can believe in you more than you believe in yourself. So the one thing that we can bring to the table as mentors and coaches and leaders is to constantly pour belief into people, right? But we need to be doing that work. We need to be doing that work because if we aren't, it doesn't matter how much I believe in you. Nothing is going to change until you believe in yourself. So it's one of the first things that I teach in this industry is to build that belief. And again, most people... I shouldn't say most because I feel like times are changing and people are much more in tune with personal growth, but personal growth is huge. Affirmations is huge. Gratitude is huge. Visualization is huge. Like I remember when I started my business and I would, you know, walk around the house and say, do all my I am declarations. And I was, I was declaring, you know, as my title at the top of of my company. And I remember the first hundred times it came out of my mouth. I felt like a fraud. I felt like a phony, but it's that repetition. What happened? My subconscious belief didn't believe it yet. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, we have so many subconscious beliefs from when we were younger stuff, people tell us. And again, when your belief is not rock solid, let's say you're building this industry and you continually hear it's not going to work. It won't work for you. It doesn't work in this area. If you take on those things as truth, you will bring that, that will become your reality. You know, beliefs are not true. They're not true. There's, we only give them truth. We give them life. So in order to build that belief in ourselves, oh my gosh, you guys, the best way I could describe this business sometimes, it's like swinging from a flagpole naked. Like you need to get vulnerable. You need to figure it out. And then every time I feel like, ah, I got myself, I'm all clothed. I'm good. I'm like, oh, it's next level. I'm swinging again naked because you, you, you're kind of peeling away the onion and you're continuing to see that internal growth that we all, and let me tell you, it doesn't just show up in network marketing. Here's, I think the biggest blessing in network marketing, it's going to show up in your friendships. It's going to show up in your relationships. It's going to show up in the way you parent. It's going to show up in your conversations. Like I'm a better human because I do this as a business. Mm -hmm. And it's the reason why is because the only way to succeed. And I mean, I'm not talking about making a little bit of money. I'm not talking about selling some products, which is amazing. It's all about, right. It's all about products being moved and sold but what builds teams? It's developing yourself into a, like when I think of our industry, number one, we sell products. Number two, we're always looking for people to sell products, right? But here's the third piece, which I think is like vital is we're developing ourselves into a leader 
And when we become a leader, we can empower leaders, we can develop leaders, which in turns increases the efficiency of our organization. I learned that from somewhere. It might even be, um, mm -hmm. what's his name? We said it at the beginning. Um, uh, Eric, Eric anyway. Yeah, one, yes, one of the guys. To be, you know, sometimes we read so much. I'm like, I don't know where I got that from, but it's not mine. <laughs> the four-day club is mine because I actually just said it for the first time today. I was like, you're like, it's the first time I heard it. I go, it's the first time I heard it. Here's what I'm famous for. Like, I'll, I'll have a phone call with somebody and they're like, say that again. I go, yeah, it's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. And it's, it's because I just, I say what's on my heart. And right. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know where it went. So you might need to remind me. We'll be friends now. You have to remind me about the four day club, <laughs> so, I, so I can train well, I, on it. And, and you know, it, it's funny as well because, like, we 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 talk a lot on this show about the story of the seed, and a lot of people aren't prepared to dig the hole to get down and dirty, isolated, dark, scared, embarrassed, separated. But the people who stay on the surface, they get they get their bird feed. They get taken by the birds. In order for you to go up, sometimes you have to go down. The law of advancement states that the bird the bird falls out of its nest and it learns to fly and it grows. You know, the law of adv advancement states that the seed goes down before it goes up into a tall tree. So, you know, um, everything has its ups and downs. And I, I, think, I think it's so important that people, when you mentioned about being, like, you know, being naked on the flagpole, like being vulnerable and showing up as yourself, I just think is, is so key. But so many people try and pretend to be someone else to get their belief their belief level matching someone else by pretending to be someone else and it works the exact opposite way so as we kind of wrap things up i, I want to before i give you the final thoughts i just want you to tell me uh about your podcast because De guys debbie has an insanely good podcast like the number of downloads don't downloads per episode she's getting for the po podcast is ridiculous which says a lot but debbie take a take a couple of minutes and share what if someone hits that goes and finds your uh, your podcast hit subscribe and listens to the weekly episodes of the week the episodes that keep coming out what are they gonna what are they gonna be getting it what are they gonna be getting uh, from it so you're gonna get like this time so i'm like i feel like i'm like the energizer bunny on speed but that is because my belief is rock solid so my right. now I have primarily network marketing people that listen to my podcast, but unlike yours, mine is not a network marketing podcast mm -hmm. because part of, as I was building my business, I realized my, my mission, like what's, what's my purpose? What's my mission? Why am I here? Right. And so I know to the core of why I'm on this earth, other than to be a parent to my children, it's to get inside the hearts and the souls and the guts of people. I'm going to reach in. I'm going to take your heart. I'm going to, I'm going to twist it a little bit. You're going to feel really uncomfortable because my goal is for you to realize and tap into your God given potential to level up your mindset, to level up your energy. We talk about influence. We talk about commitment. We talk about goals, but I'm that type of voice that I'm going to get. Once I get in you, right. You're, you, I'm gonna, it's one of those things you're like, I hear her. Even if I go to sleep, I hear her. And that's mm. because I, I will call on your greatness. Mm -hmm. I am here to call on your greatness. So mm -hmm. that's where my podcast came from. It, it'll be a year that um, it started March of 2021. So it'll be wow. a year in March. And uh -huh. I, so I drop full episodes every Monday and then every Wednesday. Now we just started adding mini episodes that are just about five minutes long and they're just affirmations. 
of mm. all different summer money, summer success, summer, whatever health. And so just that mini episode drops that you could just listen to whether you're in the car, in the shower, whatever. And then the rest I'm yelling with you. Okay. <laughs> that's what we're going to do on, that's what we're going to do on, on Mondays. And it's level I love it. So guys go, go on to, to Spotify, Google podcast, Apple podcast, um, and go and find the podcast. It's called Level Up with Debbie Neal. Debbie is D-E-B-B-I-E. Neal is N-E-A-L. So go and find it. And here, here's what I want you to do, though, to show Debbie how much you appreciate the time. She's taken 45 minutes with us out of her busy schedule. Take a screenshot of what's on your device right now. Post that, it, that, post that image uh, onto your Instagram stories. Tag me at Fraser Brooks Online. But also tag at Debbie underscore Neil again D E B B I E underscore N E A L. Let Debbie know what you got value about the most, what you're what you're fired up about the most, so that she can see that and see that other people you know got value from it. Uh, and then go and leave a five star rating and review on the podcast, the Network Marketing Ninja podcast, and obviously go and leave one on Debbie's podcast too. Uh, based on what you learned here, uh, it would be super cool as well. It helps my podcast, it helps Debbie's podcast. Uh, and Debbie, as we kind of close thing close things out here, what would you what are your final final thoughts for the people in the network marketing industry who maybe lack the vision, the mindset, the belief? They lack something, and it's always the mindset that they lack. It's always here's the mindset the, they lack. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm going to leave you with: mm-hmm. know that first of all, you have every single thing it takes to build to the top of whatever company you feel is best for you to build with, don't shy away from this industry. So many times people get, you started one because it made sense to you. You Mm -hmm. started one because it lit something inside of your heart and soul to know there was something out there for you to create more for you and your family. And then what happens when we hit an obstacle, when we hit a roadblock, when we feel that we're not enough, we start to make our why our excuse. Okay. And then we end up shrinking back into what we call our comfort zone because we don't have to be out there. We don't have to be vulnerable. We don't have to fear rejection. And our, we have a choice. You can be comfortable temporarily now and shy away from something you know is meant for you. Or you could be uncomfortable now and live a life that most people will only dream about. We have one life and we have absolutely no dress rehearsal. And here's the reality. Most people stop living their life. They stop believing in the possibility and their dreams. And they start, instead of designing a life, they end up earning a living. They work for somebody else. They have somebody else tell them their worth. They have somebody else tell them when they can be at work, can't be at work. If they could be at work at the end of the day, there's somebody's bottom line. And I know there are many jobs out there. Although I am a top income earner in my field and in my company, there are many jobs that people are making more money than me. I understand that, but this mm-hmm. is what I'm going to tell you. And it doesn't come from arrogance and comes from deep gratitude and love for this business and this industry. There is not one employer that can knock on my door and put any amount of money on a piece of paper and hire me. My mm-hmm. time isn't for sale. It Mm -hmm. isn't for sale. Time is the most precious commodity and it takes time to build this business, but it is worth every single minute to create what has the potential to leave a legacy long after you are no longer on this earth. So Mm -hmm. build it, build the ark and the animals will come. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you are incredible, guys. If you you're making a massive mistake if you don't go and find Debbie's Debbie's podcast, you just are um, because you're you're missing out. And remember, don't count the amount of time you're spending on personal development. That's limiting your growth. You should have personal development on in the car and in the around the house every single day. One of the best investments you can make is buying an Alexa or similar and just play the podcast. Even if you can't hear it, you can. You don't think you can, but you can. It's coming through the door. It's coming through the walls. It's coming through the carpet. It's coming through it somehow. And it, you're learning it subconsciously. And that's usually the best way of learning as well. So, uh, Debbie, I appreciate you. You're so, so fun. You're so, so cool. You've got so much amazing energy. And I just, I, just, I just know that people are fired up from this. So I appreciate you guys. Remember, you have two assignments. Number one, go and subscribe to the Level Up podcast with Debbie Neal. And number two, post that image onto your Instagram stories. Tag me at Fraser Brooks Online and tag Debbie underscore Neil. Let us know what you like best about this podcast and look forward to seeing you uh, on the next podcast episode. Bye-bye for now. Thank you, Debbie. Bye. Hey, 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 legend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of the Network Marketing Ninja podcast. Feel free to subscribe to the channel and share it with your network marketing friends, as well as checking us out on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. I cannot wait to see you on the next episode of the Network Marketing Ninja podcast.